It's the Sunday Chronicle on Stax 92.1. It's the Sunday Chronicle. We gon' give the news and keep you up to date. From crimes to the politics, you gon' know what's up about your way. We give two thumbs up to everyone out here doing their thing. We gon' show men love to all the ones working hard in communities. It's the Sunday Chronicle. Good morning. This is Giannis Jackson, and I'm your host of the Sunday Chronicle coming to you every Sunday at 7 a.m. Today, we have a very special guest. Our special guest is Mr. Brian Payne, um, a.k.a. Cut Nice. And he is here to tell us a little bit about his journey, about his love of community and what drives him from day to day. Uh, should I call you Brian or Cut Nice? What do you prefer? Um, I mean, you know, we can keep it um, Cut Nice if you want to. Cut Nice. I mean, OK, you know. well, we'll we'll see what happens naturally. Cutty, Cutty. Let's do <laughs> Let's say Cutty. Yeah, OK, fine. so Cutty. <laughs> I'm really happy that you're here today just uh tell me a little bit about about your background and and what you like to share with our listeners well first of all thank you for having me here and you know i appreciate that and um basically like my background um born and raised here lansing michigan um uh live over there um i grew up over there on no net that's right off of wise road big ups to wexford you oh know, that's I know that's my that hood is. over there so that's the that's the south side right? south side yeah, okay. yeah all righty all righty yeah okay so you um you have a love for music and that is um what initially um really piqued my interest in in um you know your djing um i remember reaching out to you in the midst of the pandemic and um I was doing a lot of writing, getting back into writing, and I saw that, you know, you were still DJing and nothing was stopping you. So, you know, that was uh, very the way you transition in the pandemic from doing regular DJing and then going to the virtual space. Tell me um, how you were affected when the pandemic really started to just um you know, spread. Um, actually, when it started spread, it spreading. Um, it actually happened during the weekend of my last party. Actually, um, oh. I had an event with uh, my friend Jody Clemens. Big ups to him, my partner Stone Groove. Um, Sunday. Oh yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that too. Yeah. So actually, we um actually had that. And so the owner had hit us up and was just like, uh, we don't know. We're not sure, you know, if you guys can do it or not because of, you know, all the stuff that's going on. So we was just like, well, we'll try to make it as comfortable as possible. And so when they um, checked it out again, they just mm-hmm. hit us back and just was like, nah, it's a no go. They shut everything down. All the bars got shut down and. All the venues got shut down. So, what was your first thought when that happened? I mean, it it, it must have been surreal. Yeah, I mean, I still couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was just like, well, maybe it's just you know a temporary thing, and I'm thinking that maybe 
in about a couple of weeks or so, we'll come right back. I mean, this is just like an emergency alert that they mm-hmm. just want to, you know, make sure everything is good before everybody gets back out there. But when the lockdown actually happened, that's when it got real. Yeah. That's when I was just like, whoa, it's, it's going to be longer than two or three weeks, which ended up being like two years yeah roughly did, did you have to stay home from work too when when that happened well at the job my main job i didn't have to okay um we still were able to work six feet apart uh-huh so where i work at we had like different stations so i could be at one station and another person could be maybe like 15 20 feet you know away from me yeah you know so that's that's basically how that goes okay so that wasn't a big uh change for you at work really no nah, because i mean the the fact of wearing a mask and all that um a lot of people there didn't really like that but we had to do we had to do you have to follow the guidelines so if you don't you're you're in that dilemma as to okay what matters the most either the job or the fact that you just don't want to do you yeah. just don't want to do the the policy that's that's been placed out by the governor mm-hmm. you know so so we've been in the midst of this for over two years right so tell me how things have changed for you for i mean because we could start off with the negative or whatever but talk about some positive things like that changed in your life well at that time i was just like i still didn't know what to think about the whole thing about the whole situation i mean i was looking across the world and seeing how badly it affected everybody as far as like um like famous people the artists um the actors actresses i mean um famous djs i mean i looked at like how like Jazzy Jeff, for example, Kid Capri, you know, those guys. I was just seeing how badly is affecting them as well. And it really affected me because I had a lot of bookings that year, too. And all of that ended up being canceled. Oh, because it was like the the summer-ish season, spring, summer. So, yeah, it started in March. It really hit us in March of 2019, Mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah. So it was. So with that, like I always talk about you know, how people change and what things change with this uh, pandemic. And I do like to try to focus on, you know, the things that we've gained as far as the positive things, because it goes without saying that it was tragic. I mean, we all lost people and are losing people due to this. Um, But I say for me, it really gave me uh, some time to, really evaluate things and uh, slow down to take inventory. And so I really started to uh, look at life with a different perspective. Um, And so that's what I see, you know, and it's not just me, but just sitting over here from my view, it really seems as though um, that there are people actually embracing this uh, thing uh and and making the best out of it making lemonade out of of lemons so to speak so um what were some of the positive things you would say with you 
even yeah, though man. that had happened, I didn't really give up. Because I easily could have gave up and just said, I'm not doing this no more right. and any of that. So one thing was that kept me going was the fact that I had faith in it and the fact that I still had access to all my equipment. I still had access to my studio and I could go downstairs anytime and just flex you know what's downstairs downstairs is my studio actually the, is it I call just it, a, i call it the lab the lab okay that's what <laughs> i was waiting for that's what i yeah. wanted to hear because i i'm like it's not just the studio it's the lab it's the lab and, and why do you call it the lab brian um basically because it it defines me mm-hmm. um what that is what that means is that it's it features everything that I have worked for from when I was a little kid all the way up to now. Mm-hmm. And I'm steady building as I go. And what you will find in this lab is like a lot of vintage stuff that I had kept when I was a kid. Um, even just memories. So you've got like the big albums, you've got the I small got, ones, you got the 45s, right? That's yeah. something that's... Yeah, I have a collection. I have a a large mass of records um nice record collection um all different genres um alphabetized oh you alphabetize them too yeah. i didn't know and that. it's sorted out in uh different genres oh wow yeah so it's a library yeah it's a library yeah you can that's why i call it the lab so you can you can incorporate that as a studio as uh, a library um as um um, I'm trying to think. Um, like a like a, a museum. I, you know, I what I think about when you say vintage the, the, the lab, I think about like a scientist just getting kind of you know just a lab and a scientist that specializes that. Do you feel like you just you know when you get to that lab, you just perform in some type of surgery? Oh, I definitely create every day when I go in there. Mm-hmm. It's it's always something going on in there because anything can pop in my head, and I could just be like, "Let me just go down there and put it in on the." How do you feel when you're in the lab? I feel relaxed, um, joyful. Um, I still act like a little kid when I go in there. Um, and sometimes I just sit down and just look and realize and just look around in there and I just be like, man, I really did this because this was my that was my actual plan was Mm -hmm. to create a lab the way I wanted it and what I designed for it to look like. I did that when I was about like 16, 17 years old. Wow. That was like, yeah. So have you had more time to hone your craft since the pandemic? Oh, no doubt. I mean, okay, I was good. in there like on a daily. I was there every, I was in my stu- studio slash lab every day. Mm-hmm. Um, just mixing, just, you know, just doing mixes, just playing records. I mean, I didn't necessarily have to like DJ in my studio. I just mm-hmm. would just pull something off my shelf and play it. You know, I just want to hear this album or I just want to hear this song or whatever the case is that's that's the way of the good thing of having options when you're in your studio and you, you know? i mean you're going strong i mean it uh it appears that you have uh gotten you know uh bookings and you're on the move doing uh work what type of stuff are you doing now 
Um, well, right now it's really um the busiest season of weddings right now. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten booked for plenty of those. Um, I have a lot going on. Um, from the next three months out. Well, that basically. Is, well, that's good. And I would like to talk a little bit more about. Uh, your beginnings and uh, your connections to community. But first, we're going to take a small break. I want to remind my listeners that this is the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stax 92.1. This is the community platform because community knows what community needs. We'll be back. I'm the type to dance to her very own beat Ask me where I am, probably somewhere singing Around my way they call me Jingle Queen Because I sing about everything Like just do it Nike Have it your way Burger King Snap, crackle, pop, the Rice Krispies Maybe it's me You should call me the Jingle Queen When you're in need of dope melody you should call the Jingle Queen when you're in need. You should call me, call me the Jingle Queen. Oh, you should call the Jingle Queen. www.lorepen.com. That's L-A-U-R-E-P-E-N.com. And welcome back to the Sunday Chronicle. Again, I am your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stacks 92.1. This is the community platform because community knows what community needs. Today, our special guest is uh, DJ veteran Brian Payne, also known as Cut Nice. He's known as Cuddy. He's got a myriad of names, but um, if you are from the Lansing area, you probably know him from around the way. Uh, doing his DJing and catching him at a stone groove and his love for community. Um, Brian, tell me a little bit about your endeavors, like your community endeavors, because I know that's something uh, that, that really seems very important to you. Well, um, first thing you you gotta have support. If you don't have mm-hmm. support from anybody, you're not going to achieve, you know, the way you want to. So, when the fact that when I see other DJs try to do their thing, and mm-hmm. you know, um, even artists, you know, local artists here that be trying to do their thing, um. You definitely want to try to show the support, you know, just letting them know like, hey, you know, I respect what you're doing. I see you trying to come up. You know, the same thing happened to me when I was trying to come up. And that's what you dedicate yourself to. You dedicate yourself because, you know, nobody didn't have to give me a chance. Right. Nobody didn't. They didn't have to come and support me. They didn't have to come and see what I was all about. That was a choice. Mm hmm. You know, that's just like me saying, hey, Giannis, I'm I'm a good DJ, da, da, da. And you never heard me before. Right. But you don't know unless you want to come and see me. Right. Then again, you might not. You just be, you know, that's just mm-hmm. I'm throwing it out there for you. But it's up to you whether you want to come and support it or not. Right. And so if right. you don't support, then that's just saying, you know, well, you just don't 
you just don't care, you know, right. or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for me, I really made it known out there to try my best to get people to support me, to get people to come out and and just to see what I'm about. And the fact of that happening for me, I have to do that in return by showing my love, my respect, showing my love to the community, what everybody else is trying to do. It doesn't even have to pertain to music. It could be to anything. Right. As long as you're out there um, practicing your craft, trying to get your craft right, whatever it is that you're doing and it's a positive thing, Mm -hmm. that's just important to the whole community because everybody here is born with special talent. It's up to you to decide what that talent is and to pursue it, you know? So that's just for me, like, like, like black parties or like even the Juneteenth thing. Yeah. I was thinking about the Um, Juneteenth. That was really hot. I, 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 I think about the video where everybody was line dancing to the Tamiya song. And that was really nice to see a whole block of people doing that dance, all different colors and stuff. Yeah. And they were all on point too. That yeah, was it looked, that was a good oh thing. Oh my goodness, about it, too. it was really phenomenal. It was it was a nice sight to see, um, to see that type of unity. And I'm really glad that that was a successful event. I know it was a lot of events around town. Yeah. Um, and I've seen you at, at a number of events, and you know I wanted to ask you a little bit about the Stone Groove. You said you were doing that before COVID hit. Yes. How long have you been doing those? We've been doing those um, before COVID hit. Uh, that would have been two years. Two years. Two years okay. before that. So it started in 2017. And you and you do stuff outside of the area as well, right? Yes, you, you do. Um, yeah. And and how'd you get like how do you get those types of gigs? Because I well like um, I mean I'm willing to travel anywhere, but it's just all about promoting yourself and just selling yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but with me, it happened a while ago just for the fact that back when magazines and stuff were still in uh-huh. were really, really popular, like yeah. the hard copies and not so far as much as the Internet yet. Yeah. Um, that even got me major events because I was um, a featured DJ in a double XL magazine. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because it was a um, DJ group that I belonged to that was down in Florida. It was called the Coast to Coast Mixtape DJs, which I still am a member of that. Oh. Um, it's basically a coalition with all DJs across the U.S. Uh-huh. that, you know, are doing, you know, making some noise or, you know, doing this and doing that. Uh-huh. And so they actually l- looked at me and they. I, I would say they just spied on me and they were seeing what I was doing and I ended up being like their featured DJ. Okay. Uh, you know, I was like in the top, the top three. So you on your, your, your um, turntables, this is a 45 advocate, right? Yes. Tell me about that. Um, basically, um, I am into 45s. Okay. Like what's a 45 time. for people that don't know? And I'm you know. 45 is basically a seven inch record that that goes way back you know back in the days i mean anybody that you know grew up in that era with parents that had a record player and they was just playing anything that looked small Uh on there a little small disc 
that's a 45. Okay. And and why I call myself the 45 advocate is basically because that it's a lot of DJs around that's it's a lot of DJs around that's just only doing digital wise now, just mm-hmm. doing with the computer, which I do both, but for me, I'm still on the 45 platform. Yeah. So I'm that's why I'm like a versatile DJ. Yeah, it's very so. unique cuz I see um on on some of your videos I follow you on Facebook and and how sometimes you'll you'll have the computer and then other times you have, you know, you're doing strictly on the turntables and it's nice that you still practice that cuz usually when I go out and I see people DJing now it's usually just like an they have an iPad or a a laptop or something. Yeah. So the the whole the art of you know spinning records i mean i guess you do it but i mean to see you actually do it that's that's a nice thing to see those spinning like that yeah so i mean and and when you're able to do it live Mm -hmm. and you know at an event which i have done Uh um is is phenomenal everybody is just amazed they love it and they just look at you huh yeah they just look yeah they look (laughs) it's not so much dancing they as they stop to look at you because this is a a rare form now Uh, yeah and that and that um and I think it's a great craft and like when I, I think about DJs for some reason I always think about like the New York New York scene in the eighties and how people were on the stoop and rapping and stuff like that so that's what I like I kind of think about that I envision that when I talk to DJs or you know that are into hip hop and things like that but uh, your love of music goes beyond hip hop right oh yeah oh yeah yeah and um and 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 um because I've seen that you said uh what was that song recently that was a a couple months ago it was a song it wasn't a hip hop song but you said it was one of your favorites and you know um it's good to see that you're open to different genres and things um, to allow other people to know you don't have to be a DJ of one or another genre. You can, you know, come in and, and play whatever you want to play or, you know, cater to a specific audience. How do you decide? Do you feel the audience before you come in or do you kind of have a playlist set up? Well, the only time when I have a playlist going is only at a wedding because mm-hmm. um, they're, you know, they request specific songs of what they need played there and i do it that way but when it comes to like a regular event like a stone groove event or like the block party or the juneteenth or just any type of different events like that is strictly freestyle mode um i cater i i do cater to the crowds but i do visualize by looking at them and seeing what their body language is, you know, what the vibe is. And, you know, I just really go off of that. Okay. Well, that's the skill. I mean, so you, you learn your, your audience, you kind of go with the vibe of the room. And, um, I wanted to talk about the beginning. What got you interested in spinning records? It was, well, when I was two years old, believe it or not, (laughs) couldn't read or anything, Mm -hmm. but, you know, when they say you're terrible too, you're terrible too. Uh, Was you a terrible too? Yeah, I was a terrible too. Oh, man. (laughs) Um, But for a good cause, though. Okay. (laughs) But um, my dad would, my dad actually had a nice record collection as well. And see, he would um, 
buy records here and there and you know him and my mom would throw basement parties Ah. And so with relatives coming on, you know, they play cards, you know, and they having a good time. You know, okay. my my parents was known as the basement parties. OK, you know, they, so you got this uh, you bring in this whole nostalgic feel in this 70 ish uh, pop culture. Like I see the shirts you got on. That's yeah. part of your whole uh, the, the ambiance of, of Cuddy. Right. What, yeah, what is your right, right. what does your shirt say today? Oh, well, I'm just rocking a uh, Bismarck shirt Okay, right Bismarck. Okay. cold chilling on there, but, you know, that's just, you know, R.I.P. to him, too, as well, you know. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's just another hip-hop culture, you know, type shirt that I rock, you know. Um, I normally wear stuff that's pertaining to hip-hop culture or just music culture sometimes or or i got my own shirts you know here and there you well know. I, I like the shirts you got quite a few like with the like the records on it your your uh, logo on them and stuff and yeah. do you do you sell those to like your the, you know people that rock with you and follow you and stuff well at the time i when i did have them they were i sold out of them real quick but um what ends up happening is that i just had to the the person that I was getting them from, they actually went out of business because of the oh. pandemic oh, and okay. they couldn't keep it going. So I'm just really in the search of right now, just picking the right person that okay. I can, you know, use and, you know, get it back out there because I still have designs on what type of shirts I like to have. And okay. now it's just like, I need to get that made, you know? And so, 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 you're you're you've been able to um adjust and adapt to the changes what are the some of the things you do differently as a dj since the pandemic hit well definitely i'm being more cautious and careful only because of the fact that yeah they lifted everything but the pandemic is never going away mm-hmm. i feel that um, all these other all these diseases that's coming out there that you can catch just easy is um putting everybody on notice yeah you know and like for me as a dj you know i'm djing in front of large crowds and you know s- stuff like that i'm very careful and cautious when it mm-hmm. comes to that and i'm going to be safe wise you know as far as like you know being vaccinated and just because i travel and so i just want to make sure that i'm very well healthy enough and taking care even if you are vaccinated that doesn't mean you can't catch it or anything like that but i'm still being careful so that is like the number one thing is it's just maintaining my health and making sure i'm good on that aspect for me to keep doing what i love to do what i thought was unique um, was when I started to see some of the DJs uh, that, you know, that that weren't playing, they started to do stuff online and start to experiment. Tell me about uh, uh, some of the things you, you did online to well, promote your business. Yeah, so it was one day I was in, during the pandemic, I was in my uh, lab and I was just mixing and I was just like, you know what, I feel like just going live. Okay. You know, it was just it was just spur of the moment. Um, I went live on Facebook for a little bit, and then all of a sudden, I had about fifty people 
like watching it, like literally watching it. Wow. And then I had a lot of shares. People were sharing it. And, you know, because like when you DJ you can't really keep up with all the comments because right. everything is going fast. Right. You can't read it. everything. So yeah. when I did get done with it, you know, I went back and read it and I was just like, wow. That's like cool, huh? people was just happy that I did it. I made their day. Um, a lot of people were sad and just didn't know what to do. And you'd be amazed at what music really would do to a person. Yeah. It was really nice to see that. I mean, I saw a lot of the, the Lansing, well, they call you guys, what are the Lansing legendary DJs, 517. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I seen you all on, you know, Facebook and, and different platforms uh, doing your music. And so it was great to see that nothing would stop you and you all were able to uh, shift and you know move into a space where you could share your music again and i I think that's wonderful um so for people that want to get in touch with you uh maybe for your services and and whatnot how how can they get in touch with you um which i'm sure everybody is online of course (laughs) everybody got a phone and they either on their facebook or they on their instagram um you can get at me um just type in uh DJ Cut Nice C U T T N I C E and you will find me. Okay. I mean you can even Google me. Yeah. It's okay. like that. Okay. I mean, so. Not I, I, not that I'm saying I'm all that or whatever, but it's you you put my, you But, put but it you're, in the, there. you're the closer, right? Tell me, <laughs> yeah. are you the closer? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, that's what they call me. That's and what they and, call and, you and closer. my uh my partner Jody Clemens and my other guy um Mr. Mr. Uh, Brown, <laughs> I call him, <laughs> but uh, Dominique Brown, um, big ups to them too. They um, actually called me that. And okay. the reason why they called me that, it was one night at a, at a big party that was happening here. And I always close out with slow, slow jams. Okay. Okay. So, which a lot of people don't do. A lot of DJs don't do that no oh. more. I mean, some used to, and now they don't. But for me, I'm always, I mean, I've been playing fast songs the whole night. Right. It's time to slow it down at the end just to, you know, and and you don't want a crowd to be in all hyper and, you know, still trying to be turned up so at the just, end of you the wind event. them down. Huh? Yeah, you so want so you you to wind them down. Okay. You want them to chill. You want them to, you know, get relaxed and, you know, just you know get your last drink and you know just, just be about their way just huh? be about your yeah. way and in the meantime if you want to do a little ballroom slow di- slow jam dance i mean you can yes. and so and when they call me the closers because the songs that i play are like really good classic slow songs yeah like stuff that that brings it back to like when I was two years old, when I grew up with what my parents was playing yeah, and yeah. what they ended up having me play for them at yeah. their parties, yeah. you know, at two years old, you know. And so it was just a good thing, you know, it's a good feeling watching everybody just having a good time and nobody is like saying why are you playing slow songs or why yeah. are you doing this why are you doing that you know they actually love the fact that they didn't get a lot of it yeah you know when they go to different events they was like don't nobody never play slow songs that's what we be waiting on and you well, know I mean, but every dj is different 
And that's you know? good though. You bring something special, you know, to the table. And, you know, and and you got your own style, your own flair. And um I could go on and on. You know, I'm a talker, so <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to stop because the time is growing near. <laughs> right, and I wanna right. thank you again for being here with us today. Thank you for sharing your gift with the community, your gift for music, uh, your gift for DJing and, and scratching and all that. Thank you for doing that. And um with that being said, is there anything you wanna leave our audience with? Um, basically just um Never give up on your dreams. Never give up on anything that you want to do in life. Cause, and don't believe people that say that you can't. Mm-hmm. You always want to have that positive, that positive feeling, that positive thought. Just you know, you just gotta stay positive and just say to yourself like, "Hey, I'm gonna do this." Positive. You know, you gotta stay positive because if you don't, that'll eat you up. Hey. It'll, it'll really eat you up so. that's well said my friend and with that I want to thank you for being here and I want to thank my guests for listening today and we're going to sign out I am your host Giannis Jackson with the Sunday Chronicle coming to you from Stax 92.1 the community platform because community knows what community needs thanks again and make it a great day